welcome to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFBA. Over the next hour, you'll be introduced to business and local leaders impacting our community. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. Now, the host of Town Talk, Ted Schubel. We are going to talk this morning about the Stafford NAACP, along with uh, with, a, with a couple of people that uh, a lot of, we're going to talk about events and background and all kinds of things. Yolanda Russell is here this morning, along with Sue Henderson. Good morning to both of you. Thanks for getting up. Good morning. Good morning. And let me just make a correction. The name is Yolanda Roussel. Roussel. Okay. <laughs> we have got that all I taken it care all the time, of. Though, so. <laughs> Good morning to both of you. Good morning. Sue, you've been in a bunch of times. Yolanda, you haven't because I would have known your name <laughs> if that were the case. That's right. So, a little bit of background about you. How did uh, what, how did you get how did you get from there to here? Oh my goodness. I'm going to just I'll just start with how I got from membership chair to president okay. of the NAACP. That other background stuff is rather long. Um, I was I was asked to consider running for the position of president and I couldn't understand why me I'm trying to find someone for that position I'm really good right here membership runs through my veins and um, but no one would run so I I had a lot of people who you know asked me to run and I decided listen if I'm nominated I'll accept the nomination, but I'm not throwing my hat in the ring for it. I got seven nominations. So that was 20, 2020, 2020, maybe? Yeah, yeah, 2020. 2020. So my, my, um, my administration, <clears throat> I'll call it, yeah. began in January 2021. Are you glad that it worked out this way? Let me tell you, it was a lot of work because there were a lot of things that you know, needed to be revamped, and um, it was a lot of work. What an interesting time to all of a sudden find yourself as president and then just things that were happening locally and and nationally. Yeah, yeah, it it, it was, and it was disappointing to hear so many people when you go out into the community, you know, say that they didn't know there was the Stafford NAACP. Really? Is there really a... Yes. I don't hear that much now. <laughs> well, so you're doing your job. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm probably overdoing it because I have no one who's considering at this point to, um, you know, pick up the, the banner. But I'm going to, I'm, I'm grueling. You'll find one. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think that's the way with every organization, yeah. isn't it? And But I do think that the combination of, the political times, the Black Lives Matter movement and, and George Floyd and all of that, plus the pandemic. Yeah. That's, a, that's a tough, because events were canceled. You know that. We all know that. that <laughs> yeah. through it. You couldn't do anything publicly right. for a year almost right. without everybody being a little shaky about, well, is it outdoors? You can only have 10 people in this room that normally holds 200. All that kind of or stuff. Or I don't want to wear a mask. Right, or I do want to only wear, wear a mask, mask, and if everybody else isn't, I'm not. It, it, none of that's a problem problem unless you're trying to plan outreach yeah. and you're mentioning the, the pandemics let me let me retract i was voted in in uh in november of 2019 oh my and it was in 2020 yeah when i was hit with um you have to do everything virtually i'm like how do you build? well we all had to learn that yeah didn't we? you know how do you build a membership 
and and you can't see or talk where you yeah. can see, but you can't. I, I'm a touchy feely person. You yeah. know that, right? <laughs> you know, and to not be able to be in close contact with people, but we did it. We did it. We we developed various uh, programs and um, some fun things to get people to just come to our meetings and to our events, and we did it. So you feeling good about where the organization locally stands? I'm feeling really good about where it stands and where it'll be going. So yeah. If someone, and we'll mention this a number of times, but if someone doesn't know a lot about the Stafford NAACP and wants to get involved, what, what what's the best way to, to get involved? The best way to get involved once you become a member is to join a committee, okay? And I tell folks all the time, the business of the NAACP happens in committee. If you want to really know how it works and what's going on, just showing up once a month to a meeting that I try to keep at about an hour mm -hmm. is never going to be enough for you to truly uh, understand the NAACP. You must be get involved in at least one committee. And that's all it takes. Does the Stafford NAACP have a specific website, or is that the national? Yes. Yeah. So yes. It to is. join, to join, yeah. you can come to any one of our events because our membership table is all the way, mm -hmm. all the time up. Okay, um, but the um, you can go directly to our website, hit join, and you'll get the the little drop down and sign up. It's thirty dollars a year to become a member okay. of the NAACP. The, just the, that simple. The Stafford website is? It's uh, StaffordNAACP.org. Okay, easy enough. Yep. And I know there's a Facebook page too yes. that has all kinds of, uh, of uh, great yes. information. Yes. It's but the quickest way active. is to come on um, the 13th, to come yeah. on January 13th to the Martin Luther King Day celebration. Absolutely. That will is a great lead-in. <laughs> I love you, Sue Henderson, because you do those little <laughs> things. We're going to take a break and come back and talk about that event on on January 13th. That's one of one of the many reasons you're here this morning, and uh, we will talk about that again on uh, January 13th, a, a big event in Stafford, and we will do that when we come back. Yolanda Roussel is here. Sue Henderson is here. The Stafford NAACP, our focus. More on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Welcome back to Town Talk on News Talk 1230. You can weigh in about today's topic on Facebook at WFVA 1230 and by text at 540-371-5756. Here's your host, Ted Schubel. Yolanda Roussel and Sue Henderson here this morning. Stafford NAACP, our focus, and a big event coming up on uh, on Saturday, January the 13th. It is, uh, I'll let you, uh, Yolanda, talk about it. This is a, this is a, 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 a big event. It's at Colonial Forge High School. Yes. And it's uh, Martin Luther King is yeah, the focus. Yeah, we were excited about the fact that uh, Colonial Forge was excited to have us back. Uh, they've been having, they've been hosting us for the past, what, two years? Two years, at least, for Juneteenth. For Juneteenth. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say, isn't that where Juneteenth usually right, is? Right, right, yeah. and it will be there again this year. So they were excited when uh, we approached them and asked them about holding this event there. But, yeah, it's the Martin Luther King uh, celebration and commemoration, and we tagged on the musical. <laughs> So there's going to be a lot more music, a lot more of, you know, the kinds of uh, music, that, music you would have heard during that era, especially oh, okay. as it relates to the various marches that he was involved in. 
And I uh, don't want to tell too much about that because we've got some surprises built in to this. But, you know, it's, um, it's, it's deeper a little bit than that in that we, first off, Discover Stafford Museum has been um, actively involved. I think this is our third year with yes. this project um, mm -hmm. for the Martin Luther King Day. And I had tripped over some time ago, um, and we had a good conversation about it with the whole community, but I had kicked o tripped over this book called Songs of America by John Meacham and uh -huh. Tim McGraw, yeah. which takes uh, the periods of American history mm -hmm. and breaks it down into the songs that were endemic and important in moving those movements forward. Right. Um, right. And the, the section on the civil rights era was um, really telling. Um, there was lots more there, and it went way further back than just the We Shall Overcome right. or, or Nina, um, Nina, Nina Simone, Simone. or, mm -hmm. you know, Mahalia Jackson. It went way further back than that. It went into some of those folk beatnik guys that were actually in, interacting with black musicians in the South in a way that um, mm. furthered their music. And I'm talking about the 50s. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, the Woody Guthrie's and, and even early Bob Dylan and stuff like that. And they were... They were, they were realizing that they weren't treated the same when they were trying to just work, mm -hmm. right, anywhere in the South. And they started writing about it and putting their information in, in about it. And some of those songs just carried in. And there are people like John Lewis or um, even Martin Luther King Jr. who, who made a point of saying music moved this movement yes, forward. It did. In, in both communities. Yeah. It energized... Um, the the white college students to get on those buses, right? It That's energized right. Um, younger and older, in particular, older black people to come out and um, and march. Mm -hmm. um, and so we thought, oh gosh, that's a nice contribution to this kind of program. Yeah. And the committee took it from there. So yeah. we started from this sort of basis in history that that music was a lot more important. The speeches, of course, are important. We all know that. Yeah. But there's a way to energize a program and make it, um, you know, a little deeper. Isn't that interesting, though, because those artists that you named, a lot of people from today might recognize the names but not know that there's a civil rights component to what what they exactly. did and what they sang about. Exactly. But they'll get an opportunity to hear it. Yeah. They'll get exactly. an opportunity to hear it. Yeah. And just the whole thought about music, I I know in the in the past the the National Park Service and John Hennessy have done programs just on music and what uh, mm -hmm. how it contributed and in how how slavery, how how the slaves mm -hmm. were able to use music to communicate mm -hmm. with each other and even to keep their spirits so you just up. Just took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that's the truth. Yeah. The tr and it's still being used for that purpose today. A hundred percent. The hip hop movement is yeah. an exact replication Absolutely. of what is going on in that community and, yeah. and how to uh, fight back with arts. And get people motivated. Motivate people. That's the most important right. thing. Getting people motivated to come out. So, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's interesting. Well, and Yolanda, what's exciting then about this, well, about this program and just the, 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 the musical component, you are looking back, but you're, all, you're, you're doing a lot of teaching. And, and hopefully exactly. people, younger people, whether it's students or just even younger people or families, walk away and, and have, a, have a greater understanding that these stories that we hear, there's, there's, it, there's way more to it than, than, than just some of, the, some of the headlines that we look back from that era. Our motto is educate to advocate then activate. 
and you can't activate anything if you don't know what's going on. Educating is the most important component of it all. Has that always been the motto? It, from uh, as close of 2020. To the as of 2020, okay. <laughs> but I mean, I think it's been a mission anyway since absolutely. the beginning of the NAACP. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We just are, you know, pretty headstrong about it. So even our Juneteenth event, it's, it's fun. Mm -hmm. Everybody has mm -hmm. a wonderful time. But they come out, I didn't know that. They've learned something, and that's yeah. important. Yeah. Well, and you, you think about, f for years now, there have been the Martin Luther King events across the country and, and, and locally. Mm -hmm. That's always in January. In, in, in June, so it's not just a one-time thing. You've got Juneteenth now has, has, is becoming like that, where communities are starting to hold events. So you, you get a couple of these well, that's a, I mean, a that's year. a good segue we can talk about later about how we need to make that year round and be more inclusive that's, in everything. Yeah. Um, but I do think that for the purposes of starting off the new year and looking at, you know, this event, it's not just a day off, right? It's a day mm -hmm. to learn. It's a day to act and a day to come out. And um, and it's a fun event. I mean, there's no, there's food. Mm -hmm. plenty of food mm -hmm. and you know there's plenty of entertainment great people um you know and my one of my goals with discover stafford in the museum is that this is not a black event mm -hmm. do you know what i mean this is not an african-american event right this is an event for everyone and i would argue personally from my standpoint that um perhaps the white community has more to learn mm -hmm. um and you know would benefit from a fun activity and a way to learn. Um, but it's certainly going to be comfortable in that regard. You know. And what a wonderful way of having both black and white learning at the same time. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Okay. So, yeah. Because there are some things that even black folks were dumbfounded by, had no idea. That must be interesting for you, Yolanda, in the, in the sense, you know, you mentioned it earlier when you had people say, oh, I didn't know there was an NAACP in, in, in Stafford. And then even some... Some of these historical things that I guess you know, a lot of times we take for granted. Well, everybody knows about everybody knows about that event, and they don't. No, they don't. And especially our young kids. It's it's interesting. Um, I'll share this. If you ask some of the younger kids today, what do you know about Martin Luther King? There's a holiday, and he died. Hmm. That's just not sufficient. Right. You know, the interesting thing for me, I think we're all about the same age here in this space right now. And um, we were all kids. Yeah. We don't have really firsthand knowledge of what we were too young, I think, uh, to really know. I don't. Yeah. I can remember on. my mother watching his funeral and right. telling me about it. But right. that's all I. Right. Um, well, you guys must be much younger than me then. <laughs> oh, maybe. I don't think Cause so. Because I remember more than that. Well, maybe it's our community is different. And where you were, weren't you down in the South as well? Were you in Georgia? I'm no, New Orleans. No. Oh, New Orleans, right. Okay. Um, but, I, but I think that, I guess my point is the old guard, the original ones, the people who did march, the people who were all there are not going to be with us much longer and we need to learn those lessons from people while we have them I, you've heard me say that a million times mm -hmm. on every different topic if we don't gather those if you have a grandparent or someone that actually participated in some of that activity the way you participated in the black lives matter things mm -hmm. you need to be talking to them yeah. Yeah. You need to be at least understanding that aspect of your familial history mm -hmm. or your cultural history 
Um, and, you know, just like anything else, when we were in school, we didn't learn anything past World War II because they didn't have time. They ran out of time on the school year. I'm No doubt in my mind, they're running out of time in the school year to tell what happened after, mm. like, 1970 or something. Just There's just yeah. no time in the school year to tell all of that history. Yeah. So um, they're not necessarily, you can't assume they're getting that from school. But you can't assume you can get it from events like this. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and like you say, Sue, there are people in this community that can tell can tell great stories and i yeah, mean we, we, we still we have some yeah. yeah yeah i've got one coming by yeah, the way yeah yeah <laughs> of course so what what do you you know how did dr king influence you yolanda well because of my parents and because of the neighborhood that i lived in and the fact that they were very very much involved in in my home you're going to see ebony you're going to see jet magazine and my father was the historian i mean that was oh, his hobby he, yeah. was, he was a historian and um and you know i could ask him anything I, I had my mother who was the mathematician in the house and my father who was the historian so if i needed help with math i went to her but if i had questions about what was going on based on you know the things that he was most interested in he loved sitting down talking about it hmm. and when you said your parents and that's where 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 parents do come in mm -hmm. and there's such a need to to talk about these to talk about these things I was an avid, an avid uh, proponent of, of sitting down and not just listening to my mom and my dad talk, but listening to my aunts and uncles talk. Yeah. And many times they would shoo me out of the room. But, but for the most part, a lot of the things that I learned and some common sense things came from just sitting and just listening, not saying a word, just trying to be that fly on the wall. Mm. So and it's it's not the same today. The kids today, you know, are that was that was the past. That was the past. You need your past. Yeah. You absolutely need your past in order to know where you're going in your future. And that's why weekends and events like this on the are on so the thirteenth. And you yes. know, look, okay, yes, it's a three day holiday weekend. We're talking about two hours. I think you can make it work. And by the way, it's on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. not even on the Monday holiday. Right. Just put it into your rotation of I'm doing errands on Saturday and oh yeah, I'm going to stop by there for dinner. Yeah. And you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> right. Right. It's a free right. event. The event is free to the public. The meal that we're going to have yeah. there is free to the public. And um, and we, we have some folks who are really dedicated to bringing this event to life. So it's going to be wonderful. I think there's about there's probably about 15, maybe 20 in the cast. Yeah, and there'll be more. Yeah, it's it's healthy right now, and, and mm -hmm. we just had a, a rehearsal last night, finally. Mm -hmm. um, and it's going well, but, you know, we'll have more rehearsals in the next couple of weeks. But right. Ten days, I guess. Doors open at 4.30. There is, I'm I'm thinking that, I mean, Colonial Forge is a, is, is a, is a big school, but I'm sure the... The space is limited, so the the space is well. We've got uh, six hundred and thirty-five seats. Yeah, in the auditorium. In okay. the auditorium. Go ahead, so, fill it up. Yeah, we'll yes, we'll right. go for standing room only. Right, and we'll, that'll work. We'll make Absolutely. that work. And and you know we need the numbers because we know how many people we need to know how many people we're going to be feeding. So okay. so so there is a sign there is a sign up to yeah. oh yeah for this yes it's through Eventbrite. 
And I know you can, I've seen you can, there is a, a QR code and everything. I saw that on the Facebook page. So yeah. if you go to just, the. Just let me check the QR code now and make sure. Yeah, that go to we'll the Facebook page and it, yeah. we'll get it fixed shortly. Wait, yeah. wait a few hours. But uh, yeah. yes, <laughs> go, go ahead and do this. But again, it is, uh, it, it is on the 13th. And it sounds like what there'll be, there'll be music, there'll be talking, and there'll just be mingling. Well, you know, there, there are certain speeches that most people never hear. Uh, that came from Dr. Martin Luther King. And that's where the education piece comes in. So they'll have an opportunity to hear some of those speeches from some dynamic speakers. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I, I know a few years ago. A musical celebration in three acts. How's that? Yes. Does that help you? Yes. A musical, I like that. Yes. <laughs> a musical celebration in three, in acts. three acts. A few years ago, I was going across the country with my son when he had to come, and so I rode with him, and we stopped in Memphis. And to go to the motel and to stand there and to look, yeah. that was a powerful yeah. Yeah. moment to look at that and just yeah. realize what happened at that place. Yeah, it, it'll move you. Yeah. It'll move you. So I think folks should come out because, you know, even last night there were things that we came up with that, it's definitely going to get the attention of folks. I'm not telling. No, that's right. We're not. <laughs> no, I, you got to come. <laughs> I, I keep hoping you'll tell me. And you just no, no, both. No. You, you, you we get to a certain point and you stop. Yeah. So again, it is the on the uh, on on the 13th, but again, sign, you you do need to know just for for food and to 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 uh, to, to sign up yeah. and. Um, I'm sign. from the deep south. I'm from New Orleans. We believe in feeding people. Everybody. So we just want to make sure that we have the numbers in hand so that we'll know how much food to have available for everybody. When, when, when Dr. King did die, do you, re, do you remember? Absolutely. What ha where, where you were? And I what was sitting on my front porch crying. Hmm. I, was, I felt my mother's pain. I felt my father's pain. Mm. I felt the community's pain. And I didn't quite understand I felt the pain of losing him. I'd never met this man, but I heard him speak. Yeah. I heard, you know, the things that people said about him, the good and the bad, mm -hmm. okay? And and then I realized that we had just lost a great individual. So yeah, I was I was old enough to remember all of that. Must have been hard for your parents to have to come to you and say this is what's just happened. I was with them when the when the information was presented. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were. I don't remember if it was radio or if it was television, but I heard at the same time they heard it, and I saw their grief regarding his his death. So, you know, being the oldest, you just kind you're like the third parent in the house. So, you know what they felt, I felt. Saturday, January 13th at Colonial Forge High School, Stafford NAACP holding a uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. program and a musical. And uh, you can go to the uh, Stafford NAACP Facebook page for information on letting them know about coming. It is a free event, and it sounds like there is going to be a lot of great stuff. And we have more great stuff to talk about with uh, Yolanda Roussel and uh, Sue Henderson this morning and the Stafford NAACP. More on News Talk 1230 WFEA. Town Talk powered this morning by Stafford Tourism. For information on events and activities, tourstaffordva.com. More on News Talk 1230 WFEA. It's 830.
From the Fredericksburg.today online news studios, this is News Talk 1230 WFBA, Fredericksburg, a centennial broadcasting station focused on Fredericksburg. ABC News, I'm Sherry Preston. The race for the White House heating up. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. Good stuff this morning with the uh, Stafford NAACP. Orlando Roussel is here along with uh, Sue Henderson. And again, the uh, well, and we'll, we'll talk about it before we get out of here, the program, the Martin Luther King program, Saturday, January 13th at Colonial Forge High School. Doors open at 430. Is that correct? Right. right. Is, uh, and there'll be uh, food and program. But you do need to let them know you're coming so they can, uh, can plan for food. And uh, just go to the uh, NAACP, Stafford NAACP uh, Facebook page. Or the, oh yes, or, or, or StaffordNAACP.org, the, uh, the website, and you can uh, get more information on that. We were talking a few minutes ago about you have this program and you have Juneteenth. And just uh, need Yolanda of uh, making these, this, these topics and discussions more than just twice a year. It's more like, you know, I, you know you, it's not like this program or the Martin Luther King Jr. weekend ends and then we don't think about it again until June and then we don't think about it again until January. Let's not do that. I can tell you, as we prepare for our Martin Luther King event, we are also preparing for Juneteenth. And um, it, it's, it's so nice to have a group of people who look forward to it, who will brain dump to make sure that whatever we do this year is a little different from what we did last year. And, um, but you know, the history is so rich, which makes it easy to, in my opinion, mm. it makes it easy to change it up and provide additional information. So when folks come to the event, they're not gonna see a repeat of last year. Right. There'll be certain things that may stay the same but have a little twist to it. But that's just that's what we do. You know, and we're uh, uh, discoverstafford.org, the, the museum. Um, we're busy trying to find all of those stories that make it locally relevant, mm -hmm. right? Because it's about mm -hmm. Stafford history for our perspective. So we're supporting these efforts because this is a whole community effort that has not really ever uh, been supported in that way. And we're, we're on year three with both of those programs now. Yeah. Um, but the intention is to grow that even further. Um, we uh, we have just embarked on, and I don't have enough details to tell you all the details now, but we've just put together a committee to really start digging into the entirety of the African-American heritage in Stafford County, get those stories told. Yeah. Um, the museum board, uh, the Historic Society board uh, in 2021 created a diversity statement. We looked at the way things were moving forward. We looked at the need to be more inclusive in telling everyone's stories and this is not a slam on the past or anything else but um, history has been told from a very white perspective in this country and everyone knows that and um, we need to expand that and you don't do that by white people telling that story <laughs> you do that by having everybody at the table telling that story but you may not deserve that unless you're at the table together and you're working on things together and you have to build a trust mm -hmm. between people that yeah. have not ever had that trust so we've been working hard at that now for for two or three years and we're going to keep on moving forward there's a lot more to come on that african-american heritage trail i think in the next oh, year absolutely um, I, well, 
How exciting is that? Especially as it relates to Stafford. Exactly. So, yeah, it's, I am very excited about it. Because you think about the uh, the, the mural that's at uh, the, was it the Rouser, the Rouser building. building. That's That, that was that a was step really forward. That was really a big kickoff in 2014 when we created that entire um, mural project trying to look at the history. And we've learned a lot even since then. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have wonderful people like uh, Frank White, who has been a historian and a collector of the knowledge for a long time now in the region. But Norman Schools, who lives in Moncourt Conway's house and actually wrote the only really definitive book on uh, the African-American history in Stafford, which was Virginia Shade. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have all sorts of people in different environments. You have uh, relatives of Palmer Hayden. Those are stories that people have known, but there's lots and lots of stories that people have not known, not because of any intention, but because they just had never been unearthed. So we're busy digging those things up and trying to get it together. And I must say the NAACP also played a big role. Uh, Mr. White is is a is a member Huge. of the NAACP. Yeah, they played it. It was build. NAACP that b- helped us build that wall. They were mm-hmm. the partners that built that Rouser wall. Um, and uh, and so th- there's something you know to be said for getting everybody at the table. Let's yeah. talk about what do you need your story to be, and and how should we be presenting that to be um, authentic and fair and appropriate. That wall is fascinating, and you it should. Is. Everybody can go there anytime. Yeah, I was going to say, and you should. You should go through there. I learned so much. We have an event there, which is the uh, the seafood boil, and we invite Mr. White yeah. to come, and and we let folks know. Listen, if you want a tour, the man who will give you the tour is right here. Oh, he's and fabulous. It, when folks take the tour, they come back. Oh, thank you so much. I learned so much just listening to him. Wasn't he's, Frank he's White's amazing. father the, uh, first, president the first president of the Stafford NAACP? Okay, wow. So see, it all comes around in yeah. a circle, yeah. right, if you just pay attention. Well, I have made contact yeah. with the children yeah. of uh, Mrs. Rouser. So hopefully yeah, we'll have them here yeah. for our next uh, seafood boy. No, we are lucky that we have the Frank Whites and, and, yeah. and others that can still tell those stories. Well, I think every community has those people, but you have to go look for them and you have to find them and you have to interact and, and learn and sh- shut up long enough to listen to oh, them. Uh-huh. You know, um, and any of us, that could be a challenge on any level. <laughs> no, you know, like yeah. you, you, yeah. you learned from listening to your parents mm-hmm. by just being a fly on the wall. And mm-hmm. if you're just a fly on the wall and listening in any of those environments, you will definitely learn. You, you can't help it. You learn a lot. Well, Sue Henderson, you gave me this button when you came in this morning. Black history. Learn it, live it, make it 365 days a year. That's what we're talking about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it's not, um, I don't think it has to be polarized. You know, um, I think it that shouldn't be polarized. it shouldn't be polarized. And Yolanda and I have figured that out, uh, I don't know, two years ago. Yeah. Um, but I think it's fair for people to not know each other and have to get to know each other and learn about each other and whatever needs to happen, you know, so. Well, we're fortunate to have, in Yolanda, especially you right now in the position as, as, as president of the Stafford NAACP, Discover Stafford, discoveredstafford.org to find out more about, uh, about the museum. The museum keeps moving along and uh, finding different, different inroads or ways to tell this story, Sue. 
Exactly. Well, I mean, I think that we said all along that we did not want to tell the story somebody was already telling. We didn't need to. We don't need to tell the Civil War story. That's being told extremely well by the National Park Service mm -hmm. or Georgia's story at Ferry Farm or any number of other places that are already representing the common stories we all know. But a community is much more than that. And, and you don't, I, when I travel, I don't get to know a community because I go to some museum to learn about some old guy. I, I don't mean that in a bad way. Way, but I learn about that community mm -hmm. by eating at a local restaurant or asking a concierge, where do you eat? I don't care where they're telling me to go eat, mm -hmm. right? And you learn about the culture of a place by interacting yeah. with the people in that place. And you, I don't believe our museum is ever intended to do anything except represent the culture of our place. And, uh, it, and the culture of our place includes many different shades. Yes. Um, and we need to be making sure that we're telling all of those stories. As, as far as people can get involved and yeah. and uh, walk follow discoverstafford.org okay. for the moment our membership is free at the moment we're trying to just build up interest and membership but come to these kinds of events when you see our logo we are involved with the library with the rotary with you know we have partnered yeah. with organizations to create these events to be Cyber out bites. in the public um right Cyber exactly bites, yeah um, so we're just absolutely trying to be interactive and out in the community and learn. Sit down and listen and learn, right? And we're here, but um, we will have a table out here at, at Martin Luther King Day um, celebration. And, um, yeah, come and talk to us. Come learn more about us. There's a lot more coming up, and uh, I keep you informed. You know, we're, But you can really follow us on discoverstafford.org and see what's happening. You can also be a participant, I'm just saying. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you we could be a participant. You're still looking for. Sure, we'd love some people Absolutely. to be protesters. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Holler at either one of us. Wouldn't that be in? You don't. That's interest. That's yeah. Well, I mean, it is musical, and many of these pieces of music are things that everyone knows, and we'll be invited to sing along from the audience anyway. Yes, yes. You know, I mean, we uh, believe in, in you know including participatory. The audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you two get get hooked up? I, I just basically because of you being with the in, in being in, being now uh, with uh, with Discover Stafford Sue and Yolanda with the NAA with NACP something just, like that. It's chicken it or egg. It might have been Scott, Scott Majewski. I think it was, but Scott. that's because I think Scott was the chair for the museum at the time, and Yolanda had had come to talk to him about some program or event. It's, there was something that Juneteenth. was presented to yeah, me yeah. for Juneteenth, yeah. and I I was getting mixed information on yeah. it so i decided let me pick up the phone and go directly yeah. to the horse's mouth which is scott myowski you know what's interesting as i think about this sue because you were so heavily involved with the organization of the stafford 350 yeah. 10 years years ago yeah that really and, and now in all of this may have still happened but but that did start that started really bringing a lot of people together and a lot in a lot of different things I think that this community, uh, Stafford County, has always been pocketed, right? There was always Rock Hill. And that, that goes all the way back to when, when there really weren't very good roads and you had a community post office in every one, and a school yeah. in every one of those little areas, right? Mm -hmm. But Rock Hill or Garrisonville or Widewater or uh, White Oak or, mm -hmm. you know, quiet. you had different neighborhoods um, and very isolated and there never really was a central location unless you were going to court, which, let's face it, is not always the the most pleasant reason to gather. Um, and so uh, something like the 350th 
um, even the 300th, 50 years ago, 60 years ago now, was um, something that brought the community mm -hmm. together in a way to say, wait, wait, we have a lot to celebrate together. Yeah. And, um, and let's talk about what that is. But that 350th committee did set out to invite everybody to the table. Their original listening sessions generated something like 450 ideas. Um, which by the time I came in, I was like, okay, that's a little unmanageable. Maybe we could gel that in. And so we created it down into 35 different things, which was still a lot. But, um, but in doing that, it meant that everybody's request and point of view was there. Yeah, and people uh, got involved you know, and got American to know each other. The Native American approach, the, the, um, uh, the service organizations, yeah. the NAAC, NAACP came in and said that they would prefer to have something that focused not just on the enslaved and, and that movement. And so there was that conversation happening. And, and then each of those things as, again, a separate committee of activist people. These are all volunteer programs. Yeah. You have to have people yeah. that are passionate about, even if it's just one little niche, right? But there's a place that we, we both, both our organizations would love to have people volunteer and come and get engaged and involved. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I work on it every day. You know, I've yeah. been teased, do you ever go to sleep? I nap. <laughs> exactly. I nap. Exactly. You can get along <laughs> that way. You can get along that way. You can't so get a whole lot done if you're sleeping. So. Yolanda, you so you talked about growing up in Louisiana. How'd you get to how'd you get to Stafford County? See, I knew he was gonna ask me that question. Okay. Um I came to Virginia and and my family came to Virginia in two thousand five. Okay. In September of two thousand five. And if that doesn't ring a bell, then I'll mention the name Katrina. Oh, yeah. Yes. So luckily, we got out ahead of it with initially my not having any intention of leaving because I had never left before. I lived through Betsy. I lived through, you know, Camille and, and many more and just kind of laughed at folks who took off. And three days later, came back in crying about the horror of it all. Yeah. So I wasn't going anywhere until I saw on the news at about 3.15 in the morning the picture of Katrina sitting in the Gulf, totally Just filling the Gulf with yeah. a perfect, clear eye. And I'm like, oh, no, this girl is not playing. And I got my family up, and we got out. And uh, we had every intention of, you know, making that trip back three days later, only to find that there was something funny going on with those levees yeah. that flooded the city, and uh, we could not go back. And there was this tiny window that they opened for us to go in and get as much that, as we could of our belongings and then get the heck out of New Orleans. Did so, you get much? What, what was that? What was that like? Well, we had two carfuls of things, and you know. Well, so you, you you literally came here and started over. Absolutely, absolutely. We, um, our son was ten at the time, going into the fifth grade, and uh, we were. I had started homeschooling him in New Orleans, but once we got here, we were pretty comfortable with the school system and said, we'll just stay here until he graduates from high school. He graduated in 2013. And where are we now? Since She's 20? still here, 10 years later. <laughs> <laughs> Must have liked it. Yeah. Well, you, you know, we were 
we were living with, um, when we got here, our, my brother-in-law took us in. And it was very nice and comfortable, you know, and uh, he was in, my son was in a great school. And that was why we decided that we were going to stay. We thought we were going to be staying in the northern part of Virginia mm -hmm. until we saw the cost of homes that were almost identical to what we left. Yeah. You talk about a sticker shock. So we started moving south. Yeah. And I did not want to move too far from the people that we had developed a wonderful relationship mm -hmm. with. So we stopped in Stafford. There you go. We, st we stop in is. Stafford. We stop in that Stafford. That could actually be a motto. I'm not yeah. kidding. We like, stop in that's Stafford. That's a great exhibit and motto, often isn't it? Live we here. stopped in Stafford and because I tell that covers all a lot the of people. Time. I, I tell folks all down. the time, you can't get anywhere along 95 without stopping in Stafford. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's okay. true. That's kind of true. <laughs> it's true. So. Yeah. And you stopped in Stafford and you got involved in the community. Yeah. Yeah. And we're all the better for it quick break and we're going to come back and talk about the event again on uh, the 13th and uh, get out of here this morning. Yolanda Roussel from uh, the uh, Stafford NAACP and Sue Henderson here from Discover Stafford. DiscoverStafford.org, StaffordNAACP.org for more information. Town Talk powered by Stafford Tourism. For information on events and activities, visit TourStaffordVA.com. We'll be right back on News Talk 1230 WFVA. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Download the all-new News Talk 1230 WFVA app for Apple and Android. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. Sue Anderson is here. Yolanda Roussel is here. We're talking about the uh, program, the uh, Stafford NACP program and uh, Stafford Schools and Discover Stafford, all involved with this uh, program and probably others on the uh, on, on uh, January the 13th, Saturday at Colonial Forge High School. Doors open at 4.30. It's a Martin Luther King program. There's music, there's food, there's all kinds of things. And uh, Yolanda, this is, as we have talked about the, the program this morning, there's just, there's just a lot involved here, but especially just the just to be able to connect to people and inform them about this time in history. And it's so it's so much easier to uh, you know put together a program that is deliberate and involving the um, the attendees, yeah. and they really really love it. So we're we're hoping to have we're hoping to fill that place. Yep, we're hoping to have every seat locked down. We'll figure it out. We'll bring in chairs if it's standing there. Right. <laughs> we will figure it out. Go well, to. Listen, we, you know, it's a school. They if got If they're chairs. standing, we'll just make sure they're standing holding. Holding protesters. Pro you need because you need protest. You need you need, you still we need some protesters. Need some protesters. And you do need to you need a count on who's coming. So it's it's easy to it's easy to yeah. sign up. It's free. Yeah. StaffordNAACP.org or StaffordNAACP on Facebook and just go there and let us know you're coming so we can make sure there's enough food. Because, um, you know, nobody wants to go send people away hungry. And, and and especially in your case, Yolanda, you'd like to see people come and if they're there for the first time, get them Sign plugged up. in to the Absolutely. NACP. Absolutely. It sounds like that you're an active bunch. We are. We're, we're very active. Uh, when we put together our end of year program, mm -hmm. we had folks who worked on it and said, I didn't know we did all of that. Yeah, we did a lot. We did a lot. How long does your how long does your your time as as a president last? It's a, a two-year term 
and it just so happens that this is the year that we'll be reelecting or electing, <laughs> whichever happens. Likely reelecting, unless <laughs> she can find somebody. <laughs> but this is an election year. Okay. Across the nation, yes. Well, this is good stuff, and uh, and and again, this this you've got this event going on. You'll have a, there'll be a Juneteenth program in the summer, and uh, much more. And 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 like you said, they're all all throughout the year. There, all throughout the year, there are programs going on. I mean, I have to on. say, I've been enriched by being a member. Right, there are organizations you can join, and not necessarily you're just throwing money at it, and that's lovely and fine and mm-hmm. everything else. But but to really you know develop friendships or learn something or um, find yourself able to participate in something that does good in the community is not that common. Um, and I and I think that this is one example of a place where everyone's welcome and can come and be a part of that. Um, so come be a member, um, even if you just come to this kind of event once in a while. King program is uh, Saturday, January the 13th at Colonial Forge High School, Stafford, NAACP.org, the website there. Also check out discoverstafford.org. Sue Henderson and Yolanda Roussel, thank you both for coming in. This was great. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Let's do this again sometime. Again, uh, staffordnaacp.org. Town Talk, powered by Stafford Tourism. For information on events and activities, tourstaffordva.com. Thanks Thanks for listening. listening to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. The views expressed by the host and guests on this program are their own and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or Centennial Broadcasting. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. The Glenn Beck program is next on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Focused on Fredericksburg.